So you know what I mean? Like that—that that was that's the thing that I have a har- the hardest time like talking to my dad about. Where it's just like, yeah, but who can tell you that? You know what I mean? Like he'll he'll be like, well, it's just like not living in the light, you know, not living the. Not living in God's in God's word, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but who? I mean, there's a say? lot of there's a lot of challenging like things that I wouldn't necessarily consider pure judgments in the Old Testament, like you know, right? Marry a rapist, or else you die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or you get because, stoned to death, you know? Yeah. You fucking harlot, you know? It's <laughs> just like you got not raped. her fault, man. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but the, but rape's pretty bad, you know. Yeah, it's pretty and terrible. It's it's, uh, it's a one sided decision. <laughs> yeah. That, well, and, and like I think, I think I think there's like times where it's okay in the Bible to like even abort your baby. Like, really? I think in the Old Testament there is a a time where it is okay to abort your child. Let me look. Let me Google this. Jamie, pull up that. Uh... Speaking of of that, uh, I I got a follow up question, but I, I want I want you to find this answer first. Because um... that'd be very interesting to keep, to have in my back pocket, in my arsenal of defending my. My liberal hippy dippy beliefs to my parents, you know, <laughs> just to whip out, whip out. Well, technically, in Galatians, give a go fuck yourself four nine. You know, uh, it says it is okay to abort your baby. Um, God, where is it? That'd be a very helpful passage of scripture. I mean, there's that it's a financial penalty if if uh, you lose your baby. So it's not murder necessarily, but if it's a fully formed baby, it's the death penalty. Um, in the Bible, yeah, it says stone her. Well, it says like if you injure a pregnant woman and she loses the baby, you basically owe her money. But if you kill her baby, like once her baby is like out of the womb, then, then you're dead. You're dead. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Oh, there's not... Never mind, maybe I'm wrong. I'm looking at the Mishnah, which is a different thing. Oh, okay. That's that's a different thing. Was that Hare Krishna shit? No, it's an oral um, law, oral tradition from Judaism. And if you want to give oral, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> if you enjoy that, it's okay. And if you don't enjoy it, you know, communicate that with your partner. <laughs> uh, uh, so what, what I wanted to ask you is, uh, you said pull it up. Jamie, I was listening to Rogan today, and he, was, he had a four-hour conversation with Jordan Peterson. And I'm pretty sure you, it was either you or Nate told me that this guy's a shithead. Um, I have never listened to Jordan Peterson, but oh, I've but never you, heard great things about him. Yeah. Um, tell me about him. I, do, do you know anything <laughs> I about don't and really you don't know, know anything? anything? I know oh, okay. he has a weird voice. thought he talks yeah. sort of like this or something. Well, he's Canadian, so. Oh, well. Their cops are, co- their cops are not coming. okay. 
Their cops are called Mounties. <laughs> and that's not okay. Their dollar is called a loony. <laughs> and a toonie, you know? <laughs> you know, you, you can be gay, but don't you dare be Canadian. Be Canadian. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you might as well kill yourself if you're Canadian, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Canuck and nut. Um, no, that's the nearest refuge we have when America goes under. Hey, they ain't doing any better, Chief. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. They got health care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was interesting. I was listening to this thing. Oh, sorry. You were you were talking about Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson. I interrupted. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, you don't know anything, so I, I couldn't oh. remember if it was you or Nate that were was talking about. No, I it must have been Nate. I was... I heard this opinion today that he's uh, like everybody's like, like, or he's every like. I mean, he's I'm ev- not a he's fan every, of Joe Rogan. He's every post evangelical <laughs> kids like agnostic buddy. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Where it's like he definitely all he talks about is being conservative and and and. uh like he kept being like, "See, Joe, you're more conservative than ever." But Joe actually, to his credit, was like pushing back on a lot of his like beliefs, and he Did was hear- just going off about scripture and stuff like that. And I was like, "I thought you didn't, you know." Did you hear Neil Young pulled his music off of Spotify because of Joe Rogan? No, really. Yeah, he said that as long as Joe Rogan is is allowed to spew like anti-vax stuff and all this whatnot like disinformation that he will not allow Spotify to carry his music. Cool Neil. <laughs> cool Neil. Yeah. <laughs> cool grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I that's mean, a, I, I I'm like sorry, Joe but Rogan, that's but... you know, you can hate him all you want, but that's that's a brittle spirit, you know? Like <laughs> come on, buddy. What happened? You you used to be like write protest songs, and you can't handle a fucking meathead with a podcast. You know. I mean, you just disagree. Just don't listen to him. You know. Like, I mean, it's a- no, it's it's more the principle of of he's the most listened to podcast out there, but uh, no one's checking him and saying like, no, you can't say like you you shouldn't be allowed to spew that. Which I guess you know, free speech. Yeah. That is a that is an element there. Like, yeah, he I has mean, the right to say you whatever really, he wants. Th- really, anybody that like, here's the deal. Like, you don't you don't have to like the dude, and you know, there's definitely things that I would like to push back on him with, but I'm also not famous, so who am I? You know, but get famous to, to his credit. To his credit, you know, I mean, you're. You just hit it on the head. I mean, it's free speech, dude. Tucker Carlson can be a fuck fucktard, go online and be. And they were like defending him today, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you know? Like, oh my God! So like, you saw the Eminem's thing? Yeah, that Tucker Carlson they, is is mad that you, you the don't heels. Wanna... Yeah, he's like he's like they're unsexifying the Eminem's. They're trying to make every cartoon character so like not hot that you wouldn't want to go for a drink with any of them and i'm like 
what in the, like, do you listen to yourself? <laughs> and, like, also, he owns a frozen food brand, so he could definitely steam up the grocery aisle if he wanted to. Just put a fucking bimbo on the, like, frozen dinners that his family owns. <laughs> the Jolly Green Giantess. Yeah. They own, like, Swanson frozen TV dinners, which is, like, I think they might I think, I think he needs for, like, to, I think he hungry needs to man relax. and all that. He needs to relax on him too, because he's got he's getting a dad gut. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I haven't, li- you know. To be fair, I haven't really heard anything from Tucker in like two years, because I just don't. Oh yeah, no, I don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. But, but every once in a while, one of those things pops up on my feed. When I like turn him on, it's like it takes about two seconds. I'm like, that's eh, enough, you know. Okay. <laughs> 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 Let's see what the peanut gallery's got, you know, <laughs> and his fucking dumb fuck face. That's all, all, the only thing. The only thing I know for sure is I want to punch that guy in the fucking throat. He's the like, epitome so of bad. the guy who's like, I mean, I'm just asking questions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> just ask. so <laughs> there was an I think was it SNL that had a sketch. I'm just asking questions. No, it was. Uh, oh shit! What was it on? Oh, I was watching, uh, was it The Morning Show? I think I was watching The Morning Show. Oh, there's a okay. new season of that, right? I don't know. Good old, I, I just, good old Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, I started it, and Jen Addison and Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell plays the me, the guy that gets Me Too'd, and, um, yeah. Oh. But her, her, Reese's rant on that is so good, uh, in the first episode. Which is what like kind of gets her hired. Have you watched that yet? Yeah, I've seen the first season. When she rants about that, she goes, "It's fucking exhausting. I'm exhausted." <laughs> you know, what yeah. I mean, like it's like, oh, it's cathartic. You know, <laughs> like that's how um, everybody feels in America. Oh, so this was the opinion I heard today that America and North Korea are not that much different. At least as far as America is compared to other first world countries, like first world democracies. Oh, yeah. Because North Korea spends exorbitant amounts on their military. Yeah. I mean, I think like, that's way too very... That's to the detriment very, of their people. Yeah. I, I think that's, you know, I don't... I still kind of push back on it just because I'm like, we're, you know, we're not eating each other. So, yet, at least. So we're not, uh, we're not as bad as North Korea, but I get what you're saying. Like it, it, in comparison to like all the first world countries that have like most yeah, basic health care. Yeah, yeah. Like they, you know, Iceland yeah. jails their bankers and stuff. Granted, well, like, <laughs> well, I mean, I think uh, Nate and I have been talking about this a lot. And I think I think that the whole like workers revolution that's going on right now is what we should be paying our most attention to, you know, um, because we're finally getting a say, you know, in what, yeah. what happens, you know, we're finally saying like, well, fuck you. We'll just quit. And I think like, like he between was saying, that. And I think, uh, the push right now for, to ban Congress from trading stocks, which I don't think yes. we'll go through. But yeah. I think needs to. I fully agree with that. Like, yep. Well, I think I think any kind of money incentive, other than to just be able to pay for you to, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason that you know they should be 
making more than what what's mandated made, uh, mandated to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, they should public service. give up. Yeah, they should give up their. You know, and it's it. And a lot of times, like I get, I understand the pushback from them. I mean, obviously they are very wealthy and very greedy people, but you know. I get it. You know, it's like, well, you don't want to like come back after your public service to like nothing. But it's like you, if you if you truly think that that's what's going to happen, you're delusional. You know, like I was saying to my dad, it was like, well, you just hate. He was like, you just hate rich people, and I just go, no, I don't mind wealth. I don't mind people making wealth. What I mind is like opulence. You know what I mean? Like over wealth you know what i mean like to where it's like you could live your life three times over and you still couldn't spend it that's too much you know yeah i mean it's like there has to be some kind of regulation on this shit you know what i mean i'm i'm constantly like unsure how you necessarily deal with that when rich people do not spend their money the reason like right that's why they're rich. The, their their value is in the stocks that they are paid with, mm-hmm. and the stocks are not a reflection of the company. I mean, you look at Tesla. Tesla is not the biggest car maker in the world, but is the most valuable. Do you see car that he maker. he surpasses now Bezos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's because I mean their stock just keeps keeps going up because people just keep buying in, and so. All of his value is in stocks. He sold a bunch, and so he paid like $10 billion in taxes or something like that. Mm-hmm. He paid a ton in taxes because he sold some of his stock off a tweet. He was like, should I sell my stock? And I hate Elon Musk. But- <laughs> so does, so does but- Nate. So does Nate. But, he, go, uh, he goes. He goes. He's not smart. He's not. He hires other engineers to like do this stuff. He bought yeah. Tesla. He didn't create it. He bought it. You know, like, he's just the money guy. You know, like, he yeah. goes, and I go, so what are you saying? He goes, he wants to be Tony Stark, and he's not. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like that's, that, that's basically all you need to know. Like, he wants to be Iron Man, but he's not. <laughs> you know, like, it's like. he can't, I mean. He hires people to do that stuff. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he can't actually, he likes, I mean, I'm sure he's studied it. Like, I know he's studied, like, physics and stuff like that for the the whole SpaceX thing. But he's not, he's not drawing up designs for a spacecraft that can land itself and all that stuff. Like, (laughs) dude, put it in this this context. He's that entrepreneur that approached you and he's like, I'm an idea man. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the ideas guy. And it's like, well, fuck you! I'm making all the all the product. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, so so basically, all of his value is in stock. He really doesn't own a lot of things. But if he were to sell that stock, then that is taxable wealth. But uh, because he's not selling it, it's just something that's accruing value. That you know, whatever. And I don't necessarily know what the um, solution to that is because basically these guys have so much value that then banks just give them a blank check. Well, what They're like here's your loans? Like you're definitely good for it. You're worth billions of dollars. Like well, what Nate's been buy saying. Buy your yacht for free. 
You should hear what Nate has been saying about it, because he, he, you know, I'm I'm kind of dumb when it comes to this stuff. I don't know. I'm 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 getting more learned as as the years go progress. But what he was saying is like it should go back to like what it, how it was in the '60s, where it was just like a ton of taxation on these people because no matter what, they just pretty much all agreed like if you have are making this much money, chances are you didn't do it ethically, so you're gonna have to pay more taxes. Well, the question you is, know. what do you tax? Because do you tax just the inflated value of their stock? Like they have, they could have the same amount of stock next year, but yeah. have tons that, more money. That you would you would have to we'd have to have a panel because I don't I don't I, I don't know what he was getting at, but I liked what uh, liked the sound of it. It essentially yeah. was it essentially boiled down to is like, you know, whether you want to believe it or, or not, all these billionaires got there unethically. Yeah. Like, so if you are a billionaire, like, and I guess in what Nate's trying to, to, to get at is if you were making that much money, like there's no way you could have done it ethically. So you should, you should, there should be some kind of like, you know, retribution. There should be some kind of like, you know, like, well, we're taking it. You know what I mean? And if you don't yeah. like it, get the fuck out of our country. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> a little bit kind of like give us back what you owe us, what you stole from us. Cause that's essentially what they did. You know, I, I, I there, yeah, I don't know much about what's going on with these wealthy people, but I do know that most of these wealthy people aren't actually creating a service or a product. They're just moving money around or it's generational wealth, you know? So, yeah. so it's like, I mean, I mean, look, even Elon, there's no way that from, they like, got it from merit. You know what I mean? It's, it's all inheritance or, you know, so yeah. And I agree with that, you know, and, and, and he was saying he was very, you know, longing for the sixties cause the sixties at least, you know, it was it was before well, all the Reaganomics much, yeah. in the seventies and what what happened in the seventies with you know, and then it just seems like ever since the seventies, and more more importantly in the eighties, it just seems like it was all about you know getting I mean, rich. Tri- that yeah. was that was that was the dude. I mean, know. that's like that. The eighties were were so weird as can far you, as like America became. Can you pause that? I gotta grab a beer. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't lose your train of thought. No. Um, I am curious to what you were going to say. So The 80s were so weird because that was the corruption sort of like the that's where greed really, really, really took hold in America. But not just in America, but you see it even in like the ch- the church like in christianity mm-hmm. that's when you had the jim bakers and the televangelists and like they're making millions of dollars in the, the uh stewart what's his name uh jimmy stewart yeah jimmy swagger swagger that's it yeah but yeah like, i mean it was it was deified almost to be to be super opulent wealthy um and that's when that you know prosperity doctrine especially with the church yeah yeah Yeah. that whole idea that god wants you to be rich or like if you're rich you clearly have god's favor or whatever i mean it it completely 
I don't know. When you were growing up, did you ever think that like opulent wealth was cool? You know what I mean? Like flaunting and. Did you enjoy Richie Rich? Yeah, but I mean, like Macaulay Culkin, and he lives behind the the, or he has a vault behind Mount Rushmore. When when I when I I always thought that that was lame, you know what I mean? Like I, I remember we'd be like these fucking. That's what cake a poor person and, would say. <laughs> yeah, but I was cool as shit. <laughs> I wore a girl jeans and everything, man. I was cool as fuck. No, um, I but, mean I never had opulent wealth. I there were things you, that I wanted and mm-hmm. did not have. Well, even in Hollywood, but, they were they would like de- they would like glorify like you know scrappy kids, especially in the eighties and nineties movies and stuff like that. You know, like it was everybody that would see this opulent wealth would be like, that's like, that's almost it's almost like classless. You know what I mean? And then came your Paris Hilton, and that's what sparked like the Kardashians and. You know all these oh, people. Reality that, TV, yeah, really messed yeah. up America. Yeah, it did. Because it made like, like people just want to be famous to be famous. Now they don't want to be famous because they're good at something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like I'm really hot, and look at look at look at the you know look at the floss on my wrist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Like I think Snoop Dogg, like I, I don't know if it was Snoop or if it was Dre or something, but they were talking about like rappers nowadays, and they're just like, man, we used to like rap about the struggle and all this stuff and the 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 truth, and you know, and it's now it's just like, just it's like show offs, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I always I always grew up thinking that like to be cool meant to be like humble and to be you know i don't know i never i never considered like opulent wealth to be like cool you know what i mean i always thought that that I was mean, like kind of lame and and kind of cheap you know what i mean like you see a dude with a fucking chain and stuff like that and it's like Fila gear are you a fucking oakley's nightclub owner you know <laughs> yeah it's just like it's fucking lame dude i don't know I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe it. Maybe that's just like my. I'm. I'm. I mean, you know. did you have rich kids in your small town? Absolutely, but we made fun of them all the time. You know well, what I mean? And that and, just sounds like you weren't in the group. <laughs> no, I was. I. I just. Everyone well, thinks their maybe, friends are the cool ones. Maybe not. I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I, we think each other are cool. Well, especially in the, <laughs> I think you're. I think you're pretty cool, buddy. Um, in the '90s, no, like it was all about grunge, and it was all about you know, fuck the establishment, fuck these like rich yuppie pieces of shit, you know. True. Um, and I mean, yeah, those kids were like the cool kids, but like later on in life, you know, I don't know. I just always thought I I never thought that like maybe it maybe I don't know maybe I'm just realizing this now like maybe maybe it was always like that I don't, you know <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, we were we were getting somewhere with the 80s and 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 how Oh yeah, no, it was just it's interesting like that's that you see evident in like the you know, Donald Trump being like 
oh yeah, I'm like so rich and just thinking that he's like so amazing for being rich and having fancy gold apartment and all this stuff. And then you have the Jim Bakers who are just like, I mean, essentially just being famous and getting money for being a famous preacher. And I mean, yes, then he embezzled it. But that's really all he did wrong was he embezzled it <laughs> as far as legality goes. People were just giving him his giving them their money. Like um but like it's weird to see that and like the whole stockbroker, like you think of the eighties, like stockbrokers on cocaine and like doing stuff like American Psycho and all that stuff. Um that era is just so weird. Like how it corrupted like and i don't know if it was just because of reagan or what but it like corrupted and sort of broke our culture in a way like that i don't know that we ever necessarily came back from uh and you see it like us trying to like we're more aware now of like wealth disparity and the whole wealth gap and the one percent and all that stuff because of like Occupy Wall Street back in like 2010 or 12 or whatever. Um, and then you had Bernie Sanders like in 2016 and all this stuff, but we're aware of it, but we don't necessarily know that we can do anything about it. <laughs> like, but. Well, and uh, Nate and I were talking too, and it was like, I didn't realize this. He told me this, and you can correct us if we're wrong, but. He said, all those Occupy Wall Street people, they're dead. Like, somebody what? killed them. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that that's true. They're dead. Uh, I'm Googling this. Yeah, Google it. But uh, Jamie, pull up the Occupy Wall Street graves. But you also, you also like, think about, you know, I'm listening to, I just watched that JFK Revisited thing from uh, Oliver Stone. Okay. Uh, uh, I think that's his name director right oliver oliver stone yeah i think so right um old guy anyway uh he was saying like learning about jk jfk's assassination is is crucial to like understand what's going on right now because you know we we consider these things conspiracy theories and he's like and i hate that that word or i hate that that phrase conspiracy theory because it's like it's not a conspiracy fucking what's his nuts didn't kill jfk there's no fucking way you know what i mean like that shot oh lee harvey oswald lee harvey oswald there's no fucking way you know what i mean like there's no fucking way that anybody can make that shot and then also where the bullet's not even smushed you know what i mean like the bullet's like perfectly intact and they said it went ricocheted through like three different people's bones it's like that that first of all if you've ever shot a gun you know, when a bullet hits something, no matter oh, yeah. what, if it's soft tissue or hard tissue, it's going to mushroom out. You know what I mean? And then yeah. the bullet was just like laying on his gurney, fully intact. It's like, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's like, there's no way, dude. And also, they said it went through his throat. First shot went through his throat and like the, the guy in front of him's hand. And then the other one came from behind his head but you can clearly see like it's shot in the side of his head. you can see it on the video you can see his head explode and you know you can t see where the trajectory is it's like you can tell it went in here and it blew out this side of his head you know what i mean like yeah but here's the deal like jfk was a very like 
you know, say what you will about his sex life or whatever, like his cheating life or whatever, but the dude wanted true peace, like, and he did not want us to be in these never-ending wars, and and look what they did to him, him and his brother, you know? They both knew it was coming, too, because they, they, they basically forced him into that Bay of Pigs situation. Like, he did not want to do that, you know? Yeah. Like, generals basically went behind his back and just said, well, we're going to do it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like... And then, you know, if, if well, yeah, you watch... You don't dismantle the, the military-industrial complex. Well, it's not just that. It's the CIA, you know? Um, yeah. And the FBI. So it's it's just very... It's disheartening to see, like, you know, these guys are not working in our best interest, man. They are, in fact, tyrannical, and they need to be de- deplatformed, dethroned, you know? Like... Um, they've just, they overstep their bounds more times than they, than they actually do any good, you know? So I don't know. Anyway. All right. So I'm seeing that only one guy is dead. Is dead. Okay. The main like organizer, but yeah, you know, he was 59. Yeah. Well, I think what we what uh, yeah I was like is that true and he's like yes and I was like I, I don't know if that's true <laughs> but I don't know uh, if he was necessarily assassinated or something for mm-hmm. for that but but I'm also listening to the Martin Luther King like stuff and it's like there's very clear that James Earl Ray did not kill him you know it's pretty obvious um you know he was painted this as like white supremacist and stuff like that. When the dude had like a very, you know, intimate relationship with, with a Latino dude. Well, I mean, you know, so, I mean, it was MLK. MLK was like pretty staunchly socialist as well. Well, no, what, what they were, what this one is proposing this, this, uh, documentary thing that I was watching was proposing is that, he was staunchly against the Vietnam War, and he made like a before his death. He made like a very like controversial like uh, speech about the Vietnam War, and advocating for both black and white men about going to the to this war, and like basically saying this is a bullshit war, and they think that he they he uh, what what they're pro- proposing is that he overstepped his bounds in that you know what i mean if he would have just kept it to the civil rights they wouldn't have given a shit but the fact that he was like you know speaking out against the vietnam war that's why they assassinated him but basically anybody that like was pitted to like or or, or seen as a very you know revolutionary character we fucking killed him, you know? Just wild, man. Sorry, yawning. <laughs> it's not that interesting. Uh, no, I mean, that's that's what we do to revolutionaries. Yeah. We either cheat them out of, you know... A life. Getting, gaining influence or, yeah. uh, you know, you end up killing them. Yeah. Well, and it just, it, you know... It it just goes against everything that I thought America was about. You know what I mean? Like it's like to say that we're free is to me is it's it's laughable. Um, 
we're not. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. It is a aristocracy. You know what I mean. It's just yeah. It's it's not a it's not a democracy for sure. It's it's nothing ever gets solved. You know, it's it's not a meritocracy because you know these dudes that don't like I said don't provide a service and don't actually like contribute to society they're not our top earners you know so it's like so what what are we doing here you know and now it seems you know it's just getting worse because it seems like they don't even hide it anymore yeah like they're not even they're not even like pretending to be like about the american people they're just basically like yeah you know and we're going to keep doing what we're doing. What are you going to do about it? It's my money, and I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Probably contributing to my depression lately, but it's just really sad, man. Oh, I do not know what's going on with my mouse. Okay. What are you doing? Sorry. You can edit that out. Uh, my mouse was, like, freaking out, and I couldn't do anything. Mm. Couldn't look for a song couldn't do anything oh i forgot i got this dude's nipples in my feed right now <laughs> say get what get up give it up oh that guy such I a forgot I got this such a weird nipples. fucking that's like, okay ryan it's, it's okay, okay. <laughs> it's okay oh that was the last episode yeah what was this one hold on oh yeah dude i got a great one for you let me know when you're ready. One second. I got another classic for you that you're going to love. Oh, Jer- oh. Jerry's on the phone. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, let's pause it for a second because mm-hmm. I got to pee. I want to grab a hlohua. Mm-hmm. And a cigarette. And a cigarette. <laughs> dude, I can't believe you're still smoking, bro. Uh, dude, I'm trying to quit. I know. Uh, All right. Trying real hard. Okay. Uh, do you want me to pause the recording or? No, nah, just keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Be right back. Yo. Yo. Yo, my uh, Settlers of Catan game came. Oh, dude! So when you move back, hell yeah, dude! Let's play some Settlers. We're gonna have to find a a third, but dude, you need to get Switch, man. Ah, uh, I'm not a gamer. Like, I'm not a video game player. I know you're not. But you gotta get. I mean, we can play Northgard because it's it's basically settlers, but like with it's like Norse. Oh, nice. Esque settlers on here, and I I'm addicted to it, dude. I told you about my Grand Theft Auto hole last Christmas, right? Uh uh-uh. uh So I played Grand Theft Auto. Oh well. So Arion for Christmas, he was like, "Hey, like I have an old Xbox 360 and a bunch of games." Here you go, man. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and he just gave me his old Xbox 360 and all oh, these yeah, games. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I so remember. I was playing Grand Theft Auto, and I would, like, get into a choke point at a hospital, kill all the sick people, 
and then just be killing cops as they came in. And it got to the point, like, I was just mortified by what I was doing in this game. And, like... Like, I'd go outside, and I'd be on the corner. I'd just be standing there like, oh, can't God, think what about have it, I man. done? And then I'd hear, like, police sirens, like, in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, God. Oh, God, <laughs> they know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, jeez. I used to do yeah. that, too. I used to have, like, all the cheat codes to get, like, the semi or the automatic, like, weapons. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I'd just go up in, like, a crane and just start sniping cops as they get <laughs> just... Anybody I saw just bah, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> so dark. It'll it, desensitize it messes with you. Your, messes with your mind. Only if you let it, Josie. All right, what do we got musically? Oh, you want a song? Hit We're gonna go song. with Three Dog Night. Ooh, the song is called Liar. Or for our friends south of the border. Venderoso. Okay. You ready? No. Oh, shit. It's off the album Naturally. <laughs> Naturally? Naturally. Oh. Three dog night. Liar. Got it. Liar. Okay. Three, two, one, play. Song is kind of kind of. I don't think I've ever listened to Three Dog Night. You're about to get a crash course. The vocals are very Jeffrey James. Yeah, get funky. Gotta have an organ. It's a great song, man. Nice. I don't know much about the song. I just remembered it. I remembered it, and I heard it. it. I was uh, I was mounting my horns on the shield to bring up north. Uh, deer I shot this time. You know. Oh, did you ever, did you ever get on. that venison back? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do the same thing I did last year because it was just too much money. I uh, I, dro- I dropped like a grand on two of those on geez. those two deer just to get it processed. Yeah, but we went through a different guy and he doesn't he doesn't do jerky or anything. He just cuts the straps and the <clears throat> he made it. He made me a couple like cheddar jalapeno sausages and i'll bring one home for you nice. right, i'll bring one to la for you but um yeah uh i didn't go through the ebels or whatever because it you know, they don't they don't even give you the the deer you shoot like every time i go there i, I get like some random dude's name on my meat and it's like well that wasn't my deer <laughs> but hey like dad said, he goes, who cares? It's venison. It's meat. Yeah. But, uh. Oh, did you name it, Ryan? Did you name your deer? No, but, you know. 
I mean, and that's kind of the whole point, right? You know, like, you know where it's coming from. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, Three Dog Night, I was mounting the horns and, you know, and uh, dad, dad, I think dad was gluing the felt to the, to the skull, to the skull fragment that's on it. And this song came on and I was like, it's a great fucking song, man. I forgot about this one you know nice no it's good that's about it to, i mean uh, it's just it's kind of proggy you know like it it, yeah. it, it it gave me like a pink floyd vibe it gave me a uh 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 like sticks renegade feel you know what i mean like yeah. it, it gives me a little bit of uh little little a little joe walsh there's a little joe walsh in there that i kind of like um but yeah man don't sleep on three dog nice. nights. Don't sleep on them. Uh, by the way, did you hear that Meatloaf died? Yeah. He was a really fat guy, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, he, it, it, I was kind of surprised. I, I, It was like Bill Withers, remember, when, when we found out he died and we're like, I'm not going to lie, I thought he was already dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, like I was like, no offense, but I'm, I'm I was I was like one hundred percent that dude is dead. Um, that's kind of about meatloaf how I felt. I was like, he's still alive. Holy shit. Um, yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. Also, Louis Anderson died. Who's that? Uh, you know Louis. Uh, 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 he's like a really, really heavy set comedian. Um, Louis C.K. He was on. He was on uh, that show Basket Case. With, oh, with, I know who you're talking about, uh, yeah. Galifianakis. But I mean, he's been a pretty big stand-up guy for years. Um, he passed away too. Yeah, that I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Damn. He played. He played Zach Galifianakis' mom or whatever. Oh, okay. In that Basket Case show. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I think I'm going to go a little more modern. Do it. But, like, a little less known of their stuff. Do it. Yeah, I just wanted to do some classics. Yeah, so we're going to do The Black Keys. Nice. Off of a Magic Potion, which is great record. Um... But we're going to do Modern Times. Let me make sure this is the song I want. Yep, that's the one I want. Okay, we're going to do Modern Times off of Magic Potion. Hang on. Um, okay. All right, three, two, one. Pain and sorrow, but we had the same before. 
I miss I miss this era, dude. Dude, the Black Keys are just another one of those bands that we like. What we were talking about, I can't remember if it was at the beginning of this episode or the last episode, but like three to five albums, and yep. Now they're just kind of overproduced. Uh, like, well, it's I don't even think it's overproduced. I just think it's over. It was there was a time in Los Angeles, dude. We were living there where I, I, I shit you not, I heard gold on the ceiling like five times a fucking day. Oh yeah. You know, and I was just like, you know, well, good on them. They got a good, pub, mean, they got a good publicist. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they got a, they got a guy that like really market marketed their album, and maybe it was only because I was in Los Angeles. I don't know. But I was just like, Christ, dude. There's only so many times I can hear, and it's just like, fuck, dude. I love. I I was a big Brothers fan. I I like Brothers. Yeah, Brothers was great. I honestly like El Camino. I think that was their last good one. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, Thick Freakness is just dirty, like dirty, Mm -hmm. dirty, dirty grunge. I like that. I don't think I've, I've I've heard that one. But uh, I used to try and play it at Minotti's and nicely get so mad because it's like yeah, kind of grating how dirty it starts out. Yeah. Uh, but decent album. My buddy used to tell me he's like, oh yeah, that was my like cruising around country Ohio. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it it reminds me of that you know that time and brothers early... reminds me of Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, early 2000s, you know, um, if you want to get like, uh, a really good feel for that, uh, I just read this book and actually, uh, what's her name in Bo- the boys? Remember she was, a her and I would talk about books all the time. Uh, and then she ended up, she was in that show boys. She's oh, starlight. The blonde. Or, yeah, yeah. Starlight. She recommended me this book called, uh, meet me in the bathroom. And it's about it's about you know the Strokes and and the the early two thousands rock and roll in New York, yeah. Um, and there's a little section in there about about uh, the Black Keys and stuff, but but uh, it's mostly like Karen O from the Yeah Yeah Yeahs and the Strokes and there's like Kings of Leon, Ryan Adams, like all those like early two thousands like rock and roll, yeah, resurgence in New York and. Uh, God, and that's where that's where I see it's like, just all like they're them accounting for it. That's all them talking about that that time. I see the I see the when we were young fest thing. Did you see that? Yeah, where that, it's just like well, I'm not talking email. Like I'm, I'm yeah, talking exactly. like this stuff. No, like that's know. that yeah. that stuff. Like this stuff that we are talking about. Yeah, far and away better. And then, but instead, you get this janky ash hot topic <laughs> festival coming out that like people are like oh yeah let's go well play. luckily for you you kind of skipped that <clears throat> uh i was still i was in that heavily so i was in that yeah, you're scene. a little hot topic boy with i was belt. dude i had a fucking piano he belt. stole my piano belt <laughs> dude that that motherfucker <laughs> I'm not even going to quack his name out. Richard, if you're watching this, this or if you're here listening to this show, f- 
fuck you, dude. You stole <laughs> so much shit from me. He stole like three pairs of shoes, like my belt, like T-shirts. And he was trying to get me kicked out of school. Like he was called. Yeah. I, I don't know if I told you, but he called it his mom. And all I heard, it goes, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, you're going to get him kicked out of school. Yeah, because nobody messes with your baby. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? You know what I mean? Like, you're to call your mommy on me, dude? That was just, that era was, uh... I don't I know what that, it that, is. That argument and, and <laughs> you two, my sophomore year. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, oh, I kind of hate these guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> so for, the, for, for our listeners, Josie was, we ended up becoming really good friends later in life, but... He was my RA in in college, so yeah, uh, yep. And you had but to I deal. You you did have to you. deal with that whole situation. But didn't yep. it, he got kicked out of school later? Didn't he? So he did something. I, I think he, he did. did something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. He added me on Instagram, and I just was like, "Cool, man. Like, I hate your guts." You know what I mean? Like, I. You're kind of a shitty person and a pathological liar. Like, uh, uh, he is the textbook pathological liar. How do you spell I've his I've never last seen name? one before. I think it's... I think I found his LinkedIn. Oh, my God. We're just stalking someone on the podcast. He's on my Jamie, Facebook. Dude. Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> just, go, just go to my Facebook, man. He's on there. But then I have to go on Facebook. Uh, cause I only sort of remember it. I just remember the fight over the piano belt was like my defining moment for the beginning of that year. Oh my God. And then we went blatting and we left the kid in the cemetery. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was just a shit show that year. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still feel bad for that kid. I can't, I can't imagine. Oh, I'm going to do something with the guys. And then was they, that... Uh, what was his name? Oh, I think I know who it was. Did he stay there for the, 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 the remainder of the year? Or did he, like, leave? I don't know. I think he might have left, which makes it worse. And he was a barista. God. Go figure. So I think he does follow my Instagram. Richard... R I C H A R D. Nah, dude, this dude was a uh, straight up pathological liar. Like, oh, yeah, he does. Like, he does follow my Instagram. Like, I have no problem saying so too, because I think he needs legit professional help. Because I remember, uh, do you remember uh, Jeremy? Uh, he had big plugs. He was in a metal band. Yes. And the, did he have the Veritas and Equitas tattoos on his fingers? No, that was Dustin Coffee. That oh. was that was Jeremy Bonin's friend. Oh. Okay. Um. Well, I I think they're friends, but uh, that was Dustin Coffee. He was a cool kid. I'm talking about uh, Jeremy. Uh, man, it's Mer Jeremy Riffle. Uh, I think I remember. He lived him. down the hall, and he he was in a metal band. And this guy Josh Fitzer, who who we're still like really good friends with, we used to play with his his bands all the time. 
Nay Nai's bands would always play play with his bands. Anyway, uh, he like listened in on the conversation that Richard and I were having. And I'm like, sorry, man, I didn't want you to hear that. And he goes, dude, no problem. He goes, if I were me, I would have kicked his ass, you know, like he, and he's like, you know, uh, I don't know. He he was like big time Christian guy, you know what I mean? But he was like hardcore kid or whatever, you know, so he's like, I didn't I was like cussing at Richard and stuff. And I was like, I don't want you to hear that. And he's like. Dude, I'm surprised you you had that much restraint. Because he goes, if it were me, that kid kid would be on the fucking ground, you know. And I legitimately wanted to beat the shit out of him. But I mean, I don't know what it is, man. I just I'm like a magnet for like egomaniacs and pathological liars that just want to fucking like step on me to get to where they're going. You know what I mean? It happens to me everywhere I go. And I think it, I think it just like I. I drink the Kool-Aid and I, I just, I'm too trusting and I need to like shut my mouth and just kind of like not associate with certain people, you know? But I mean, you want to believe in people. That's, that's, that's your greatest weakness, Ryan. You yeah. Just, you just, you just want. I do. I want everybody I, to be nice and play along and. Exactly. And, know, and be it's. Be good people. Like, why, why you gotta be a bad person? Yeah. Why you gotta be such an asshole? You Why'd know? you have to ruin this? Yeah, ex- exactly, <laughs> man. Like, I legitimately like, like the kid. I was going to be in a band with him and, uh, he just really sucked at drums and, uh, but he was supposed to be in Nihilio and we weren't going to be called Nihilio. We were going to be called, get this. The Burgundy Monologue is what he wanted oh, to call it. That's what he pretentious. That's what he wanted to call it. <laughs> the Burgundy Monologue. Yeah, dude, he's the dumbest name ever. Uh Yeah. Uh yeah, I think that's the episode. I think so. That I'll motherfucker stole my it. piano belt. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm gonna end it there. Could have been a keyboard tie. <laughs>